Welcome to Where Entrepreneurs Thrive. My name is Russ Knowlton. On this week's episode, we're speaking with Brittany Heckenberg to discover how she became the entrepreneur we see today and what makes her thrive. Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Hey, let's get right into it. Tell us your story and how you got into real estate and how you made your way to KW. Sounds great. So um, believe it or not, this is the only career I've ever known. So when I was 17 years old, I was working as a weekend receptionist in high school for a Metro Brokers office and did that until I graduated. And then at that time, I went independently and worked as an assistant with another agent. Um, It was not the best fit. And I was actively looking for another real estate assistant job. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I answered an ad in the paper and I met the lovely Miss Carol Duncan. And uh-huh. so I started working with Carol and we basically, that's, that's the time. So it was back in early 2000. And so she was already with Keller. Okay. And at the time there was only a handful of offices in the Colorado region and the Cher- Cherry Creek location happened to be one of them. And so at 17, I would make the commute down to Cherry Creek. First time in my life I've ever really been down to Cherry Creek and worked in an office setting. And she, I remember she had a full-time assistant at the time. And my very first day I started, um, her assistant had the Monday flu, which was always, (laughs) always happening. (laughs) And so um, I, my very first day, Carol walked in and just said, well, she's out, you're in, learn this job. And that's kind of what happened. And so I stayed with Carol for a really long time. Back in 2004, I went through, I went to college, got my degree in marketing. I was going to pursue a career in sports marketing. I was actually working with the Colorado Rapids of time. Uh And uh, my graduation gift from Carol to me, she handed me a thousand dollars and said, go get your real estate license. You're going to make a lot more money in real estate than you ever will in marketing. And so I thought, "Mm, why not? I'll try it. I've done this for four years with her and um, she was right. And that was the story. And Carol and I remained in a team setting. I've done every role imaginable between buyer's agent, listing specialist, training, you know, all of it. And so I stayed with Carol up until 2017. Mm -hmm. And at that time, Fast forwarding to 2010, my husband got his real estate license. And I think at one point in time, the conversation was we would join up together. I just wasn't quite sure when. Um, I had a huge fear of both of us being in the same industry at the time because we we already had went through 2007, 2008. And at that point in time, 2010, he got licensed and we thought we'd just hold on to it. But I never wanted to team up with him quite yet because I was still in the process of building a big business. And so as life happened, Ryan ended up joining and doing his own. um, He holds a general contracting license. Mm -hmm. And so he started his own GC business and that was going great. And my real estate business was going great. And I was happy. He was happy. And then in 2017, um, one of our kiddos got really sick. And Ryan was at the hospital with him for 40 days straight. And I would be there from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. And we were running two different businesses from a hospital room. And we just decided at that point, enough is enough. And one of our businesses was going to give. And at that point, it was Ryan's construction business that gave. 
And then he joined me full time. And then that's when we created the home group in 2017. And I've been working together ever since. Wow. So you were, so you were on a team until you started your own team. Correct. 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 And does your former team still, uh, are they still in business as well? Yep. Carol's still, yep. Carol's still going. So in her turn, her husband, um, so Carol and Jay, um, they're at the downtown office. And so, and they're definitely top producing agents as well. So I learned a lot from Ms. Duncan. Yeah. Now uh, you're no longer located in Cherry Creek. You're, you're in, um, which market center are you in? We're in Arvadis. We're at the avenues. Yeah. So the transition, what happened with that was obviously we were in the Cherry Creek office at that time and the downtown office had opened. Mm -hmm. And so Carol and I had moved to the downtown office as kind of a staple in that office to get it going. At some point, Cherry Creek ended up shutting down. And so I had been licensed with um, downtown for a little over 17 years. And then Ryan and I moved our business to the Avenue's office in 2020. Yeah. That's great. 2021. Yeah. So tell us what your business looks like today. I mean, 2023, what, what, who's on your team? What's it look like? Yeah, so it's small. We just run a little small team. It's just my husband, Ryan, and I. Uh, We have a transaction coordinator, of course, Um, but that's kind of where we're at. So production-wise, last couple of years, you know, we've been at, you know, 33 million, 29 million. Um, We're probably projected to be right about that, yeah, 28 million this year as well. And so units go anywhere from We've had our best year of 60 units to 35 units, and we're on track for similar numbers for this year, with the exception of our values have increased significantly. Significantly, sure. So um, our GCI will probably go up um, nicely from this year to last year, which is great. Um, and as far as the core of our business goes, everything that we do is pretty much all sphere-based and referral-based business between um, our sphere and then agent referrals. And so tracking that it's always been about 98% of our business comes wow. from, from past clients, friends, family, and then agent referrals, of course. So we run a pretty small database to be mm-hmm. honest. So, you know, we've categorized our database into A, B's and C's, mm-hmm. um, A's I'm under 30 B's. We have about 150 and then C's are another couple hundred. So okay. for the units that we're doing, we're exceeding the model essentially. Yeah. Right. Your conversion of this tight knit group is really high. Very high. Yeah. And I think I did the math. You're, you're, you guys are right there in that gross a million GCI area. Is that about Correct. right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Awesome. And I assume with it being a family team and is your transaction coordinator full-time or is that something that's a pay-as-you-go kind of thing? Pay-as-you-go. Yep. Pay-as-you-go. Mm-hmm. So you guys are lean and mean. We are very lean. Uh, we are very, very lean. So that's one of the things our, our, our ROI is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, we don't actually spend a lot of money on anything, to be honest. Yeah. This was the first year, 2023 was the first year that we started spending money on any type of advertising because yeah. we wanted to kind of track those numbers and not saying that we have money to blow, but we have some resources to see what will actually work out for us. But yeah. no, most of our most of our expenses go back in to feed our database, um, where you can see the high conversion rates. Yeah. yeah. 
So with just a few hundred people in your database and excellent conversion, I'm just curious, like what, how are you touching your database? What does it look like? You know, it must be a high level of touch and care. It is, you know, um, full transparency. I am not a prospector. I am not a lead generator. I am not good at that. Um, it feels very forced to me. So we have found a system that works well for us. And what that is, it's basically a 70 touch campaign. And okay. so, as I noted, we, we've basically grouped all of our database into, you know, ABC Yeah. Um, just because I'm creative and I can't think of any other fun names for it. Right. <laughs> so we have A, B, and C. And the goal is obviously to get a C to a B and a B to an A. Right. Sure. And my A's are obviously my bird dogs. And so in that 70 touch and not everybody has touched 70 times, it kind of depends on where you're at. Right. Included in that is some of my age referrals as well. But we do 28 emails a year. Basically what that is broken down into is a monthly newsletter um, that is also broken down into. So I have a monthly newsletter for A, Bs, and Cs. I have a monthly newsletter for all of my agent referrals and my agent partners across the country. And then I have four just general emails a year. We do we do about nine events. So that's kind of included in the touch. So they'll get an email about our events. Um, on top of that, we started, I grew up with like Joe Stump and Brian Buffini and all those yeah, guys, right? Me too. Yeah, perfect. Wonderful system. And so I'm huge on like letters from the heart and then evidence of success, if, if anybody's familiar with that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that we did for, for emails is we converted those LOHs into videos. So it's a quick, you know, three to five minute video of something that's on my heart, something that's on Ryan's heart, whatever that is. And that gets shot out four times a year, right? Because it hits that side of the brain. The evidence right. of successes, that gets to the other side of the brain. So yeah. that gets out four times a year to clients. And that's a direct mail piece. And as far as direct mail pieces go, we have about, for sure, everyone gets touched monthly with stuff. And then depending on if they bought or a referrals, then they've been added to another touch point. So sometimes our direct mail pieces Anyone can get 24 direct mail pieces a year. The blood drive usually creates another postcard. And I'll talk about that in a minute. So it, it's all very systematized. I don't right. make phone calls. I make phone calls on their birthday, but I don't pick up the phone and I don't, I don't prospect. I don't lead generate. I don't do any of that. So, so you don't do like a call following up on the, the, the mails or the emails unless it's birthday. I do not. Yes. Yeah. I do not. Yes. Does Ryan? He doesn't. No. I mean, uh -huh. no. It's um we with our business is and at one point in time, so a couple of years ago and our numbers were actually closer to that 60 units. Um, I was being coached by a phenomenal coach and I was lead generating and it was it was great. We had great numbers, you know, hit the million GCI, all of that. And it felt super robotic for me. Yeah. And it didn't feel like Brittany anymore, you know, right. it didn't feel like Ryan anymore. And so we kind of had to take a step back and say, okay, where, where do we want to be? Where are we most comfortable with? And that's how we're going to run our business. And so yeah. that's what we did. And so it's very easy for me to, you know, pick up the phone and call for happy birthday. What I will tell you, and this isn't included in our touch is 
I'm very intentional with all of our, our clients. And so if I happen to be in someone's neighborhood, or if I happen to be thinking about them, or somebody's name pops on my heart or whatever it is, then I do reach out. And it's, so it's right. not implanted in my prospecting. Yeah. Um, but I would say just in general, I mean, we probably make at least two to three calls a day, just, hey, how's it going? I thought about you, yeah. I was in the neighborhood. Can you believe this? I just saw you went to Taylor Swift. I was there. That was so amazing. You know, yeah. just all that stuff. So very intentional with how we engage with our database. I love that. Um, I, I think it's interesting, um, if I may, yeah. you keep saying you don't lead generate as you're explaining how you <laughs> generate. And what, I, and what I'm hearing when you say I don't lead generate is I don't cold call and I don't do a lot of telephone prospecting, but you are emailing, you are... Uh, making care calls, you are um, sending out things, you are hosting events, you're doing a lot of lead gen, just yes. not in the way that sometimes people think they're supposed to do it. Correct. Correct. We we just do it, which kind of fits us, right? Yeah. You just do it to what fits us. And I yeah. kind of never liked the idea of lead generating or prospecting because it's just, to me, it's just being relational, right? right. It's just being in relation with people. And yeah. So- it's like the, um, we're just good human beings, lead generation strategy. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's it too. And so when we get, we do, we do Popeyes as well, Uh nine Popeyes a year. And again, that's where it gets a little, um, if you're A's, you get touched, you know, twice as much as B's. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do like reverse Halloween bags, like how, you know, candy bags. So, and I'm very conscious of, you know, this child might have, you know, an allergy to this or right. this child is on the spectrum. So they're not necessarily getting candy. They're getting, you know, stamps and glow sticks and that. So yeah. we kind of know a lot about our database. Um, so we do that. We do wrapping paper right around um, holiday time, Christmas time. Love that. Oh, and so it's real. it's great. It's fun. Everybody loves the wrapping paper. Mm. Um, we've, we've done pies. We've done, we're getting, we're gearing up for our movie next week. So for the people that can't make it, we're doing popcorn and a movie ticket drop by, pop by. Um, I am Irish. It's my heritage. And so I get super pumped up around St. Patty's Day. So we do scratch tickets. So there's just certain things that we do that fits us. That's very organic and authentic to us. Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned events as well. Yeah. So one of our largest events is, so as I kind of described, so back in 2017, um, our third kiddo, so Ryan and I have four kids, our third kid, our oldest son, uh, was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. And so Henry was in the hospital for 40 days. He ended up getting 19 blood transfusions. And so I had just had Austin. So Austin was about five weeks old. Henry was a few days from his second birthday. And one of the things we went through a bunch of different diagnoses with him. So it was kind of, it was kind of a hot mess to be very honest in the (laughs) hospital. Um, And one of the pieces was we had thought at some point he was one of his diagnoses was cancer. And so we were looking at doing a bone marrow transplant. And the issue with that is you cannot introduce any familiar blood to him. And so this little guy is just eating up blood, just eating it up. And so every single, every other day he's getting blood. And so we'd have all these people reach out, like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I'm like, go donate blood. Just go donate blood. It's not going to go to Henry. We'll never go to Henry, but just go donate it. And it was something that people could do. 
And we had a really good following with that. And so we've decided every year, and it's kind of around Red Day, and it's right around Henry's birthday, that we're just going to host a large blood drive. And it's actually one of my talent's largest blood drives um, for just us, you know? So Mm -hmm. That I think the Greek festival beats us, of course, but it's the Greek festival, right? So, but our blood drive and we have wonderful participation. So, and it's just something that it's our opportunity to give back to the community. It's something that we market at a high level. Um, so we have the blood drive, we do a family movie. Um, we do around Christmas time, we do mini golf, putt-putt. Um, so there, we do happy hours, we do family barbecues. So a lot of our, our database is centered around families because that's yeah. we're currently in relationship with. Yeah. Good. I yeah. love that. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, a few months back, KW updated our mission statement and, and we included a new purpose. The purpose we, uh, described was the place where entrepreneurs thrive. I'm wondering what your thoughts are around KW as the place where entrepreneurs thrive. Well, I, you know, I'm a little jaded because this is all I know for the past right. 25 <laughs> years, right? So I don't have a whole heck of a lot to compare it to. But what I will say is without a doubt, it makes sense without a doubt. And I think that was the thing early on in KW. And it's probably one of my wouldn't say regrets, but something that I never took advantage of was opportunity within KW. And I think the opportunity now has been more prevalent in the past three or four years than I have seen in 25 years with this company. And you just have to take a step back and say, look, look at our communities. I mean, we have a military community. We have a new homes community. We have a land community. We have Brett Tanner is killing it within the wealth community. And so there's so many pieces and not, not only that, you know, one of my, one of my maps coaches, she built an entire business off Facebook, you know? And so that's kind of the piece where the traditional model of real estate, the stuff I kind of grew up with is now expanded tenfold because there's just so much opportunity and there's no other company, in my opinion, that provides such a opportunity to basically do what you want, how you want to do it and have a ridiculous amount of support. And I've kind of seen that played out firsthand over the last five, six years. And so that's, what's really, really cool. And I completely agree with it. And we we're plugged into the wealth community. We find that to be a lot of value, the Mm -hmm. luxury community. I mean, there's so many opportunities here for people. And I think that's the piece that really there's, there's no limit in real estate. You know, there's just no limit. There's no limit in our market. There's no limit in our region. It can be anything that you want it to be. Absolutely. Have you done the uh, wealth? um, Have you gone to Austin for the wealth events? Ryan has. Yeah, I have not, but Ryan's been there. Yeah. Yeah. What? uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm I'm involved. My market center in St. Louis is involved in eight weeks to wealth right now, Uh which is such an amazing thing. Like we've got 25, 30 people coming every week and, and, and getting such great content. What, what did you get? Any, anything that kind of blew your mind about that wealth program? I think, yeah. I mean, you know, first and foremost, I think what blows my mind the most is the fact what everyone's willing to share. And yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's the piece, you know, you, yeah. and I kind of, I kind of grew up in the good old boys club of real estate, right. Where, mm-hmm. We don't talk about what we do because everyone's kind of our competition and 
you know, this is my piece of the pie, right? Mm-hmm. And so this whole mind shift has taken over where there's enough for everybody. Wealth is knowledge, you know, or knowledge is wealth, right? right. And so, yeah, I think for me and for Rye, it's, it's been amazing to be like, this guy's willing to share this, this guy's doing this, this, this lady's doing this. And just to see the camaraderie so that we can all grow, we can all get better. And it's, it's impressive. I mean, I I remember sitting last year um, with Gary Keller in the room at mega camp um, for his masterminds. And he's interviewing Brett Tanner and like Brett had just very simply said, every time a deal comes up in front of me, I try to figure out a way to buy it. I never want to list it. And I'm like, ah, I need that mindset. I need mm-hmm. that mindset. And so there's just pieces. I'm like, this is so cool. And it's so cool to have an opportunity to be in a room full of people that think bigger than you and are doing bigger things. Yeah. And that's sure. where, that's what I love. Yeah. It's really neat. Um, what do you and Ryan do better than anyone else in the business? I mean, what's like the secret sauce for your business? Yeah, I think secret sauce for us is, I think we just, we don't treat our clients like clients, right? I mean, it's not a number. I actually kind of get a little squirmy, like with projecting GCI and I get squirmy with unit count because it doesn't feel right to me. And so, I mean, these are our friends, right? Like we're just in the business of being able to, you know, generate wealth for our friends and numbers are just kind of secondary. And so I think that's for us, like we're not big on, you know, we, tr- we track numbers, of course, but we don't, we don't put any one particular, you know, piece together. Yeah. And so I think it's just all relational with us. I think it's very intentional. It's very relational. It's very authentic. Um, yeah. And there's no kind of sugarcoating it. Yeah. That's great. You've got four kids. Did I, did I, um, did I hear two girls and two boys? Two girls, two boys. So our their ages? Old, yeah. So our girls are 15 and 13. And then our boys are eight and six. So okay. we are in the thick of it. So yes, our oldest, are. our oldest is going to be a sophomore. And then our youngest is going into first grade. And so, yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing more rewarding, right? There's nothing more rewarding than having, yeah, having kids. They, I mean, my summer is blown because I am the taxi, you know, 10 times yeah. a day, which is For fine. Sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way, but right. yeah, it's, it's great. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, anything else you want to share with our audience? I don't think so. I, I think one of the one of the mistakes I think that I had made early on in my career was not being vocal about opportunity or telling people kind of what I wanted. And so, you know, we we had missed out on buying into the downtown office, you know, 12 years ago, which would have been a killer investment at this point, right? Right. And so I think for us, it's just kind of been missed opportunities, you know, Mm -hmm. and for every missed opportunity, it leads you to a different path. But I think just being very intentional and saying, you know, this is my goal. This is what I want. And kind of surrounding yourself with those people and make it knowledgeable, you know, be, be active with it. And so, and that's what I said, you know, our office, they've done a really great job, you know, Charles, And I'm just like, Hey, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking. This is what I want. And Charles is making those introductions for us. Charles is doing that. And that's the type of stuff that I'm like, this is so wonderful, you know, that you have people in your corner, but take advantage of it, you know, take advantage of it. Or if there's something that 
you're struggling with, like reach out to somebody because odds are somebody's been there before you as well. And what I've really learned with KW is there's always someone willing to help. So yes, I think just be vocal about what you want, where you want to go and just see if other people can help open doors for you. And my coach was great about that. I had just had a call three weeks ago with David Voorhees and he had interviewed me um, about some, you know, about our business. And I thought, this is really cool. This is very cool. This is really cool. And I'm like, KWRA wants to talk to me. Why? You know, kind of a thing. But, you know, I kind of put it on the radar. My coach kind of knew my intentions. And I said, well, why did you even put my name out there? Mm -hmm. And she's like, because this, 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 and this. And I'm like, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. So yeah, I think just communicate kind of what you're looking for. And that's the beautiful piece of real estate, right? We all can run our businesses completely different and all have different results and all be successful. So just align yourself with good people. Yeah. (laughs) Brittany, I appreciate your generosity and sharing uh, a little bit about your business and Ryan's business with us today. And uh, thank you for uh, being a great partner. Same here, Russ. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.